1: Never full steam ahead, no matter what. I think one thing we're learning about this virus is much as unpredictable. And I think we and our players together um, with their union, the Players Association, look at the data on a daily basis. And if there was something to change that was outside of the scope of what we're playing for, certainly we would revisit our plans. I'd also say, I mean, we're testing daily. We haven't put a precise number on it, but if we were to see a large number of cases and we were to see spread in our community, That, of course, would be a cause for us to stop as well.
0: That's NBA Commissioner Adam Silver keeping all his options open. Guarantee nothing, PK. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Never do. According to reports, the commissioner, the NBA, considering delays in broadcasts, slow that thing down by a few seconds, so you can censor out foul language or trash talking to be caught on microphones without fans in attendance we're gonna hear everything and they don't want us to hear everything because everything will include the old magic word what's that uh nice try not happening Three Pelicans players have tested positive for the coronavirus. Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations David Griffin told reporters Griffin declined to identify the players, citing privacy laws, but added they're in isolation and the positive test came when players returned to the team facility last week. Which brings up the point for all the uh, gnashing of teeth that uh, they might be safer in Florida inside the bubble, even inside a semi-bubble, than they are going about their lives wherever those lives are.
1: Uh, Yeah, you can argue that for sure. I can also argue being of their age, their mortality rate is just, uh, chances of them dying is so small, and the chances of them recovering fully is so high, no matter where they are.
0: Lakers Vice President of Basketball Operations Rob Palenka talked to reporters about the mental test that the NBA restart will entail. Have I had nights at dinner where I'll look over, my 10-year-old daughter has tears in her eyes, and I ask her why, and she says it's because Daddy could be gone for three and a half months? Yes, that stuff is part of this. I think she understands the bigger picture. Don't know if she understands the bigger picture, but I'm with him on the mental side of it. It will be odd to go sit in a hotel in Florida for three and a half months to play out the NBA season. That'll be weird. And I know there are people wondering, hey, if somebody gets down 2-0 or 3-1 in a playoff series... When you go home you have the pride of not getting eliminated on your court in front of your fans and you battle back and extend the series and is that going to happen or teams get down 2031 and it's over
1: i guess it's up to the individual how competitive are you if you're worried about something else if you want to be a quitter great quit if you want to try and and compete to the end then you're probably going to do that i mean i don't really see how that's different uh, you're, in, you're in a city that isn't your home most likely anyway. This is a little bit different. I get it. But the act of competition, I think, is still the same. The surroundings may be different. I understand all that. And you don't have the boost of the home fans and the pride. But it boils down to you competing. I mean, these guys in pickup games, if you're going to 11 by ones and you get down 8-0, do you roll over or do you try to compete? I mean, historically, I think they try to compete.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. They're not telling Cam Newton you're our starter or anything like that, but I do think it's his job to lose. Uh, if they really loved Jarrett Stidham and he was their guy, I could see bringing in another quarterback just because of how unique this year is with COVID-19 and you probably can't have too many quarterbacks on your roster. But you wouldn't bring in a guy like Cam Newton who, who comes in with pizzazz and you know a lot of fans want to see him play. And I'm sure the players in the locker room are going to gravitate around him. That's Ben Volan, works for the Boston Globe. Cam Newton coming in to take the Patriots to the playoffs and then maybe back to the Super Bowl. How will this go? The guy he went to the Super Bowl with, Ron Rivera, says, uh, talking about Cam, he's headed in the right direction. I mean, he's probably about as healthy as it gets from what I've seen on video. I think he's ready to bust out. I'd never bet against a young man. That's for sure. Uh, He's had a history of shoulder problems, and then he's had the foot problem, the Liz Frank injury, PK. That's It's caused uh, multiple people to retire, and you come back off of that. The shoulder injury and everything we hear about pitchers, you know, they they can do incredible stuff on pitchers. I assume that Newton's had enough time to get the shoulder right. It seems to me the Liz Frank injury is the bigger deal.
1: Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not worried about his injuries because if he can't play, then he can't play. And if he's healthy, do I know that he could play at the level that is required to play quarterback in the NFL? No, I don't. Actually, if I would have bet against Cam Newton, I would have made far more money than if I would have bet for Cam Newton. He hasn't won a whole lot of late. If he's not healthy, then it doesn't matter. It's a question of, are you healthy? Are you then good enough? And that's what competition is about. I don't think that it's anybody's job to win or lose. It's They're all going in with the opportunity to win or lose the job. So I want every quarterback that I bring into camp to think it's my job to lose because the position obviously is open. And if that's the mindset that you have, then go ahead and wrestle it away from the other two guys. So that's one of the things that will follow when they start with that training camp and all that stuff. I don't know what they're going to do with the preseason, if that's going to happen. But when we get to the actual games, whenever that might be, yeah, I don't think that it's his it's his job to lose but it's no more uh, Jared's I'll just call him Jared's so I don't call him Stedman it's Jared's job to lose I think they're on equal footing but they both gotta have that mindset that it's my job to lose
0: DJ and PK Hashtag college football I got to be really careful here because I I don't want to say that this is an accusation. I I just was thinking the other day about what is going on with the SEC teams down south and Clemson included, who's obviously an ACC team. A lot of their players are coming down with COVID-19, oddly enough. So are they trying to herd immunity, their teams, so these guys can get sick now as opposed to getting sick during the college football season if, in fact, there is one? And I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't put it past any of those guys down there. That's Boomer Esiason saying SEC trying to get herd immunity. Guys, get sick now. It's way more convenient than getting sick in October November.
1: Well, if you get a positive test, are you sick
0: uh yeah, I guess it depends on you know, you could be asymptomatic, so I guess that wouldn't be the traditional definition of sick. I mean, you could be sick, so right. I guess maybe would be the best answer there.
1: And then maybe not.
0: I thought we just decided you don't say maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Didn't we just go through that?
1: Yes, that's why I said it. and I don't want to make fun of, yeah, no. I don't
0: want to make fun of guests, but since we had the conversation about, yeah, no, I've heard that a couple times during interviews. Now, we, we keep our making fun to each other, not to our guests, because then guests don't want to come on your show. It's not really how you treat a guest.
1: But heard a couple yeah-nos, and now and maybe, maybe not. Well, no, nah, I was just joking on that. Yeah. Oh, there's some thought about it. Clay Travis has been talking about that for weeks. Get it now, and then you have the immunity, so then when the season starts, you're ready to go. It's nothing new. It's been out there.
0: How long does immunity last, and does everybody get immunity? All questions. I don't know. I don't know. you got to go find a doctor. Uh, are you immune for like three months? Because if you have it right now, three months would put you about a third of the way into the a quarter to a third of the way into an NFL season, something like that. Uh, the Iowa Athletic Department announced budget reductions of about $15 million for the upcoming fiscal year and voluntary pay cuts for head coaches, senior administrators. Hearing a lot of those, PK, I just assume we're going to keep hearing a lot more of those.
1: I haven't heard anything locally, though.
0: I have not heard anything locally yet, no. Uh, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves signed a bill to retire the last state flag in the U.S. with a Confederate battle emblem, following widespread increased pressure that came in part from the world of sports. He signed that bill yesterday. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I don't think this was thought out well enough, and I don't think that a whole bunch of good is going to come of it. I don't see the goodness coming from this because there's so many problems that are going to arise. The, the disease is going to still be there. The, uh, social unrest is going to still be there, and I don't see the leadership of MLB being the type of leadership that's going to take the forefront and solve any of the problems. Bobby Valentine, not a fan of the 60-game schedule. Apparently not a fan of the commissioner either.
1: Well, you know, I haven't listened to the whole interview. I don't know where it came from or whatnot. But how about you offer some solutions, too, instead of just criticize?
0: Well, there's that. And I don't know how they were going to play more than 60 games. Uh, The disease is going to be there whether they play 60 games or not. So, I mean, it's everything we just said about other sports that you know are guys gonna test positive if they don't play yes the guys gonna test positive if they do play yes and we've been over this a lot about how many people count on their employment i realize that billionaires and millionaires will be making money minimizing their losses or making more money but man there's a lot of people who make uh, 40 60 80,000 whatever along the way who are employed by those clubs so keep some of them employed that's a
1: good thing Yeah, I would have to see what his alternative is. Anybody can sit on the sideline and criticize, but what do you got?
0: Minor League Baseball officially canceled for 2020. Salt Lake Bees, Ogden Raptors, Orem Owls, all impacted by this. A combined total of zero games for this. It's official, PK, but it's nothing we haven't been thinking for weeks and weeks. Well,
1: obviously, today's July 1st, so yeah, their season only runs till Labor Day. They don't get that extra month, so... Yeah, it was uh, something that was obvious to all of us, and that's the way they were going. But it's still sad. I mean, there's people who enjoy going out to the ballpark and just either whether you root for the Bees or the other two teams you mentioned, or you just enjoy going out and sitting outside in a summer evening with a couple of friends and family members, whatever it might be. I think all of us have done that. I mean, I can't imagine too many sports fans in our city in our area that haven't gone to the ballpark at one time or another if not multiple times per summer and just hung out i mean i i've not i've done it i assume you guys have done it and to not have it there it, it, it's a blow in the way that high school baseball was a blow that these kids and softball you know whatever the sport might be that they get out there and they're playing and they're having a great time and you sit and watch and you know, none of that's happening. It didn't happen during the season, obviously, and to have not, to not have this—I mean, I think it sucks all the way around. I don't know if there's anything you can do about it, but nevertheless, it's just—it's a blow to all these communities that are out there that have this and look forward to this because it's—it's it's summer, man. And—and and who was I listening to? Oh, the Negro League baseball uh, executive. He was talking about of all the sports, baseball is the most romanticized. And when you think about it, it really is, you know, the father, son, that type of thing. For whatever reason, baseball has the more romantic feelings about it and how we put it up there and the boys of summer and all that stuff. You know, you never hear the boys of winter because it's, it's <laughs> summer, you know what I mean? It's summer, and that just means something different. Summer means good times.
0: There's some boys of fall, though. The boys of late fall. Yeah. The gray the, the four horsemen, wasn't it? The gray sky, isn't that something in there? I think I, you're right. Yeah. No, it's 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 eighty five degrees and it's yeah. blue skies and right. and you know I think the fact that it doesn't have a clock. So many sports have a clock, right? And so it's hurry up, hurry up, hurry up baseball it's got you know now they can get too slow and we've heard complaints about that but i think there's still something about not having a clock you know you're playing until something happens until you get the third out
1: 27 yeah absolutely everybody's got 27 if it's a professional or sets what's seven times three 21 uh so yeah 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 and it's just about uh, dad you want to have a catch those types of things
0: Detroit Tigers gave the top overall draft pick, Spencer Torkelson, a record $8.4 million signing bonus. And I can just hear the agents and the union executives to the players. Yeah, they say they don't have any money, but they just gave away a record total of money, so stand firm, guys. And then the players nod, and away we go.
1: Yeah, I can hear Tracy Smith, the ASU baseball coach. (laughs) Come here, look what I can get you. (laughs) Yeah, he's the number one pick. Yeah, fifty-four set up Sun- to do something.
0: Fifty-four Sun Devil homers,
1: a lot of homers. Yeah, yeah, and he would have broke Bob Horner's record, which I think was sixty-one uh, somewhere in there. That's been standing obviously for forty years, uh, but uh, none of that happened. They had five guys drafted in the first one hundred, but never got to play that out. Uh, when I first saw that on the ESPN, where they have the stories. I read it as Tiger, not Tigers. Tigers making some donation. (laughs) I had to look at it a little more carefully, yeah. And he was the number one pick. That's a lot of cash and good for that young man. Because this this is, it's a great story, because he was not drafted out of high school. Normally these kids, they get drafted, and then the idea is you go to college, whether it's a junior college or a four year, and you get drafted at least once, if not two more times, and you move up the, the draft order. He literally was not drafted at a high school. It's an amazing story then to go three years later and be drafted number one. Doesn't mean he's going to be a star by any stretch. There's been plenty of guys who've been busts or been average players. And then there's been some guys, you know, like uh, Strausberg and a Harper who were drafted one. And they fulfilled their destiny. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. But nevertheless, you know, your kid like Harper, it was obvious since he was 12 he was going to be drafted. And here, this young man wasn't drafted out of high school. And now he's number one. Good for him.
0: All right, those are the headlines. That is what is trending, and it is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Andy Bailey covers the Utah Jazz for Forbes.com and the NBA for Bleacher Report. He's scheduled to join us at 8.30. Brandon Huffman, national recruiting editor for 24-7 sports at 9.30. And the Utes get a highly thought of... Their class is always thought of as... They're always ranked like 9, 10, 11 in the Pac-12. And yet, then they end up winning nine yeah, games. I don't think games. this year, though.
1: I don't think this year.
0: Uh, the next recruiting class that's running back is part of is ranked like 10th right now. And we'll talk to Brandon about that. See if that's changing. Uh, also, the Joe Engel Zoom teleconference. What do you got for us here, Yak? This is a little different. So they've been doing these Zoom conferences with the media, and they're actually going to allow us to live stream it, and Joe will be on 8.15 this morning when he's supposed to hop on. We get bonus Joe Engels? to have to be careful. He, last time he did it, he had some salty language in there, so we'll have the dump button ready to roll. Oh, yeah. big
1: time. Big time. I, I was on it. Big time. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to
0: <laughs> hover over the dump button during this. Well, presumably, if the PR department told you you can stream it live, then they're here. Hey, Joe, tone it down. All right, that's coming up at 8.15 with Joe Ingles. We do have a lot of reaction to the end of the minor league baseball season on our Facebook page, DJ and PK. We'll get to that coming up. Stay with us. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.